I'm feeling so incredibly, absolutely bullish right now on crypto. Actually, no, that's probably just what you wanted to hear. So let's break it to you straight. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And yeah, today, let's talk a little bit about high-level feelings on the market and you know, take things with a grain of salt, uh, as usually we do on the channel. And also want to introduce a few new segments, something that I will be doing uh, every Monday from here on out, considering your feedback here as well, and also taking your suggestions for these uh, categories in the future, for these nominations in the future. We'll definitely be keeping an eye out on that. Before we get into today's brand new segments, I wanna talk to you guys about Keeps. Losing your hair sucks. Keeps is the most affordable and easiest way to keep the hair that you have. These FDA approved products used to cost so much, but now thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to get. And in the midst of a crypto bear market, Every dollar counts. For five minutes and now just $1 a day, you'll never have to worry about hair loss again. Getting started with Keeps is so easy. Sign up takes less than five minutes. Just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. And a licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you. Then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Some of you probably tried them before, but you've never actually gotten them for this price. Keeps is only... 10 to $35 a month plus now you can get your first month for free. One hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash Bobby. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash B-O-B-B-Y. That's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash Bobby. Keeps hair today, hair tomorrow. Let's get into crypto. So first of all, one of the things that I think is really interesting uh, is the absolute heavy weight that bullish commentary or just the engagement that bullish commentary gets in the crypto landscape right now. Uh, and this is not in reference to this tweet. I want to talk about this tweet that I'm showing right now from Joseph Young. Uh, and I do think it's actually a really good tweet. And I'll talk about why I think it's a good tweet, but why it necessarily doesn't translate to value as a whole. But Taking a step back, I think it's it's really funny to watch right now um, within crypto Twitter, within crypto YouTube, really anywhere where this like bullish commentary, anything that has the scent of, oh, my bags are going to pump, um, it gets incredible engagement uh, or at least incredible in comparison to uh, to anything else these days. It's really solid engagement. People get really excited, get really jacked up about it uh, just because, hey, you know, it's going to pump your bags or maybe this, this suggests that it'll pump my bags and it kind of confirms my beliefs that, hey, I'm holding on to this cryptocurrency, so I'm going to be rich in, in a year, in six months, whatever it is, five years, 10 years from now. But when you step back from a lot of that, a lot of that is kind of thinly veiled and just done for engagement. Um, so I wanted to remove that. But looking at this tweet, I think this is a fantastic tweet from Joseph Young. And he says, these companies are all involved in crypto in some way. JP Morgan, the world's largest bank, Facebook, the world's biggest social media platform, Kakao, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I'm not from South Korea, uh, but South Korea's biggest social media messaging and ride hailing platform. Also Fidelity, ICE, which is the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange, backed Julius Baer, Shinhan, many more, still a fad. I do think this is a really good point because when you're looking at the infrastructure being built out in crypto, a lot of people are talking about, oh my God, I've never been more bullish on crypto. I'm so, so bullish on crypto. Uh, you know, crypto is going to go to the moon. Uh, a lot of crap like that. Well, there are certain elements that 
are fantastic, I think, for potentially the future adoption of crypto, or at least go to uh, provide some validity to why you might be watching this video in general right now, or why you might be interested in the cryptocurrency space. It is not a fad. It is not a coincidence that JP Morgan is building a stable coin on a uh, you know private version of Ethereum. It is not a it is not a coincidence why Facebook has some of their best employees, the former president, I believe, of PayPal leading their blockchain efforts. It is not a coincidence why Fidelity is creating their digital assets arm and now has live customers on it. Why ICE is investing in backed and investing in technology for cryptocurrencies and for digital assets and for Bitcoin. These are not all coincidences. These are not just flukes. This does, in my opinion, go to support the validity of this industry. However, it doesn't necessarily mean your Bitcoin's going to go to $10,000 tomorrow or $20,000 tomorrow either. So when you look at the long game of this, I do think all of these things are really positive impacts. They might not be bullish, but they are really positive impacts on the industry and do go to show, hey, maybe we're not just a bunch of idiots here who either got in too early or got in here way too late after the bubble already popped and something to consider. So as I was talking about the idea of segments every Monday in the podcast, I had a couple ideas for topics and then we'll definitely iterate on this in the future. And I also would love nominations for these topics. So this week I have a couple in mind and we'll get into them. The first one's gonna be the hot take of the week, the spiciest crypto take, the either most debated crypto take, the most ridiculous crypto Twitter take, or it could be on Reddit or anywhere else. Just the hottest crypto take out there. Something you could just cook an egg on, fry an egg on, doesn't matter. The hottest take of the week. The next one, I'm going to pick out, you got to go there, the shitcoin of the week. What is the cryptocurrency? It could be anything. Uh, what is the cryptocurrency that just performed the shitcoineriest of shitcoin activities? Um, and something we can laugh at. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad cryptocurrency. Doesn't necessarily mean that I hate the cryptocurrency or you hate the cryptocurrency, but what is the shit coin of the week? And then we'll go to time travel, which is a date since cryptocurrency was essentially created in the past, let's say 10 years uh, for the inception of Bitcoin. Looking back at this time, exactly a either a year ago, three years, five years, nine years, whatever it might be, what was happening back then? Maybe it was the price of that cryptocurrency. Maybe it was something else. We'll take a look back in history at that cryptocurrency. And then lastly, we'll look at the pump of the week. So what cryptocurrency performed the best in the last seven days? And why did it perform the best? Was it uh, some crazy rumor? Was it something else? Was there some type of technical factor? What was the reason? Why did that cryptocurrency perform so well? And are there others that might look to be in that same boat as well? So we're going to get into all of those and more in today's segments this Monday. We're kicking it off this week on segments with the hot take of the week. And this one is coming in from at imprinted energy, aka Gary, the numbers guy. And so Gary says, we'll file a class action lawsuit against hashtag Twitter for giving frauds and economic terrorists a platform to sucker the public out of billions of dollars as a whole. Bitcoin Twitter has caused so much misery. Twitter has a moral responsibility to make sure this never happens again. Now, this is such a great take. This is such a hot take that I don't even know if it's real. 
I have no idea if this is real life uh, or if this is a fantastic troll. It It's probably a 50-50, you know, probably a coin flip at this point in time as to whether or not this is real. But this is one of the best Twitter accounts that I've seen suggesting to file a class action lawsuit against Twitter.com for providing uh, people access to talk about Bitcoin because it has defrauded the uh, general public out of their money and has caused a lot of misery and allowed for the pump and dump of Bitcoin. I think this is a wonderful take. It is spicy hot. And uh, I think that this has a really good chance of standing up in court. I mean, uh, if if Gary the Numbers Guy hires Harvey Specter to go out there and uh, you know start suing... Uh, Twitter and Jack Dorsey, I think he has a really good shot of winning. And I think, you know, every Twitter user might get like four and a half cents, maybe five cents from such an engagement. I think it'd be a very fruitful effort. And for that, I think Gary, the numbers guy and at printed at imprinted energy definitely deserve the hot take of the week for this spicy bit of morsel here. Now, as we talked about before, the shit coin of the week goes to the cryptocurrency that is not necessarily the worst overall. It could be, but it's not necessarily the worst overall. It is just a cryptocurrency that is going through a downtrodden, hard luck time in this cold, cold cryptocurrency world. And for this week, we have our good friends at Bitcoin Private. Now, why is Bitcoin Private the shitcoin of the week? Well, they are in the middle of legal action, uh, a legal warning letter with HitBTC. So Bitcoin Private has accused HitBTC, which is in and of its own right, aptly named by some shitBTC, uh, excuse the profanities, but uh, Bitcoin Private team is accusing the crypto exchange HitBTC of fraud after they were delisted. Uh, and this came after really a crazy bit of a hubbub around this coin burn that they had. So apparently with this coin burn that occurred with Bitcoin Private and HitBTC, HitBTC was apparently ready for the coin burn. Uh, Bitcoin Private went through the process of informing them that, hey, this is this event that's going to happen. You need to be prepared for it. Apparently, HitBTC wasn't prepared for it. And because they were, weren't prepared for it, they were asking for compensation in return of this lack of preparation. A lot of he said, she said. But when you take the covers off all of it, it's rather hysterical in two manners. And this is why Bitcoin Private gets the wonderfully desired title of shitcoin of the week. Number one, Bitcoin Private paid $500,000 to hit BTC for a listing fee. Let me repeat that again. $500,000. That's five zero 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 zero. That's a lot of money to be listed on hit BTC. So number one, let that sink in. Number two, Bitcoin Private is a decentralized project. Where... Does a decentralized project that is, you know, a fork of Bitcoin get $500,000 from out of nowhere? I don't know. They have a community fund, yada, yada, yada. So decentralized that they were able to pay a $500,000 fee for listing, as well as hire a law firm to represent Bitcoin private. Two rather interesting things. 
Now, to put a little bit of salt in the wound, right now, if we hit up our good friends at CoinMarketCap, um, the volume on 24 hours with Bitcoin Private is now down to a paltry $19,000. And the highest volume exchange is everybody's favorite, System of Coin. And then the second highest is Altcoin Trader. Anybody ever traded on System of Coin and Altcoin Trader? I sure haven't. And for that, for paying $500,000 to get listed on HitBTC and then to get delisted approximately 12 months later, Bitcoin Private definitely deserves shitcoin of the week. Now, it's not all negative in these parts, and we're not going to only talk about shitcoins and crazy hot spicy takes although we'll get into more serious ones in the future here as well but we can also talk about the pump of the week and this week it was a hell of a ride for a certain coin engine engine number nine so in the past seven days and this is just in the past seven days it's actually up significantly more outside of seven days but in the past seven days, Engine Coin ENJ is up 117%. Second place to Engine Coin right now in the large to medium caps on on-chain FX is Steam up 33%. There is a massive delta there between Engine and Steam. And when you look at that, why did Engine pump that hard? Why is it the pump of the week? Well, it's pretty simple. Engine is one of four dApps that are being added and are available currently on the Samsung Galaxy S10. So there are four dApps that are available right now on the Galaxy S10 new mobile phones, obviously from Samsung. As expected before, this is from the block, there is a beauty social media app, Cosme, the crypto gaming platform engine, hence the ENJ pump. And there are also two other dApps available, CryptoKitties and a payment service called CoinDuck. All the dApps are currently supported by the Samsung blockchain wallet. So uh, Engine is up massively. Uh, you could say with you know the the level of partnerships in the cryptocurrency space, you know, a lot of them are BS. Uh, this is certainly a worthwhile partnership for Engine. Uh, does this necessarily translate to economic value in the future for uh, Engine holders? I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not certain of the token economics behind Engine and how the new integration between Samsung and Engine really has any long-term impact on token holders for ENJ. But when you do look at it, obviously a positive to see Samsung adopting this type of technology. And uh, you know, big shout out to Engine Coin for for getting that done. Are you ready for some time travel? As the great Abraham Lincoln once said. Four score and four years ago on fortune.com. We go to an article on fortune.com from March 11th, 2015. Yes, that was actually four years ago. And the article is entitled why March 10th was a big day for Bitcoin. And when we look at the price of Bitcoin uh, four years ago, we see a solid total of $290. Very much in the doldrums of the 2015 uh, Bitcoin 
bear market, talking about a number of different topics of which I think are in interesting. When we zoom back four years, you can see how I would say lightly developed the infrastructure was in comparison to where we are now, thinking about uh, you know, the, the entrants that are in the space. You have now JP Morgan developing, you have Facebook doing all this stuff. You have ICE raising or you have backed raising a ton of money. You have Fidelity now custodying assets. When you look at this article, it goes to show over the course of four years, in many respects, how far Bitcoin has come and how far the cryptocurrency industry has come. The big news in this article is actually the raising of venture capital for 21, which turned eventually in a long journey into earn.com. So at the at this point in time on Tuesday, they talked about the Wall Street Journal reporting a secretive Bitcoin startup called 21, which had raised $116 million in venture capital from prominent firms called such as Andreessen Horowitz, RSE Ventures, Coastal Ventures. And at that point in time, the most any Bitcoin startup had raised to date was Coinbase, which had raised $105 million in multiple rounds of fundraising. Funny part about that is, as some of you might know, but some of you might learn right now, Coinbase ended up acquiring 21, which transitioned over many iterations into Earn.com and essentially acquired Earn.com for the amount of money that they had in venture capital. So it was basically a net net for the team at 21. And lastly, shout out to Reddit during this time frame. Fortune goes on to say, naturally, the Bitcoin fanatics who frequent Reddit's Bitcoin section are excited. We just broke through 293 on Bitstamp, posted one user, and another person responded, we have been here before, keep your pants on. That is a fantastic response. Um, but also, when we think about where we are right now, in four years, we have 10x'd the Bitcoin price alone. Pretty incredible to think about. When you think about a bear market and how it has been a bear market now for about 15, close to 15 months at this point in time, 14 months or so for Bitcoin, it's incredible to still think that it's been a 15-month Bitcoin, but there's still been a 10x, uh, over a 10x in the price since this article four years ago. Now, like I said, I definitely plan to iterate on this little Monday segment where we'll have the hot take of the week, the shit coin of the week, the pump of the week, time traveling back. Uh, so lots to iterate on. I think a lot to improve on probably as well. But one of the big things I'd like is I will call out for nominations as well. If you have a cryptocurrency, whether it was a token sale, uh, a crypto that said something ridiculous, uh, something blowing up on Reddit, whatever it might be, definitely feel free to tweet me anytime for nominations on this and I would absolutely love to hear it as always is at crypto underscore Bobby on Twitter um, so I think that would be fantastic to hear would also love your thoughts on this as well hopefully it didn't trigger too many Bitcoin private fans out there although I think there's like maybe two and a half left I know I already triggered one on Twitter I don't think he watches the show anymore though but outside of that guys I really hope you enjoyed the episode today if you are new to the YouTube channel by any chance make sure to hit that thumbs up button as well as hit that subscribe Really helps to get this video out to as many people as possible. Even if you're on the podcast, thank you as always for listening. Crypto Bobby signing out. I hope you have a good one. Peace.